Welcome to the Gamers Over 50 podcast. This is episode number 25. What are some games I can play with family and friends remotely? The software version. So this is talking last episode this morning. I uh, talked about all of the hardware options between Amazon, Google, and uh, Apple. Um, I did tell a friend of mine, he's like, why didn't you talk about Microsoft? I'm like, well, Microsoft's tablets. Uh, so sorry, Microsoft. I still love you. Um, anywho, these are all about, we're going to talk about the games. And we're going to go kind of in an in-depth on uh, the categories of games because when we were talking uh, about tablet and board game or tablet and phone games earlier, and I think that was episode number five, uh, we talked about a lot of categories. So, you know, again, like I said, we talked about multiplayer games, hardware, now we're going to talk about some of the, the games. And then potentially if we get near the end, I've got a category of some other apps that you might want to throw on there as well. So again, all games. Now, it is also very important when you're looking at games on, say, the Google Play Store, the Amazon App Store, on uh, the iTunes App Store, that you look at the game and you see if it's a multiplayer. And it will say one player or two or more. And sometimes it'll just say two. So say one or two or more, but just verify that. But don't leave it to that because there are some games. Um, it's really hard to play a crossword puzzle multiplayer that you can, you know, load on someone's tablet and maybe give them something. You know, they don't have to play multiplayer games with you, but you could play them. And concerning, you know, that people may be inside for several weeks, you know, having a crossword puzzle or two might not be a bad thing. Plus it, again, like we talked about and how games are good for you. Crossword puzzles help you invoke your brain and help you uh, release some of the stress and anxiety of what's going on. All right. So doing this, I actually started this podcast by asking friends and reaching out to people and saying, hey, what are some great games that people could play or what are some games that people might like playing? Um, and I got a lot of suggestions. And then I decided, hmm, let's go look at the categories and drop some of those into the suggestions. Well, as we would do in any board game that we could play, let's roll a 12 and hopefully land on go. There's only one board game you do that. It's Monopoly. Anywho, so let's talk about the categories. We have action categories. So action games, and they emphasize physical challenges, and they do require a lot of hand-eye coordination and motor skill to play and overcome. They center around a player who's in control of that action. Now, these games could be driving, shooting, running, fighting games. You know, it may not be something I would ever play of my mother. I like to think of it that way. However, my dad loves a deer hunt. There might be a deer hunting or duck shooting game that you can play where each person gets a chance to shoot some deer or some ducks, and then the next person gets a chance, and you get to do that. These games do require you kind of two-hand playing, a little motion, etc., stuff like that. And so, you know, you're going to have games like, that, that really require that. I didn't really have want to include a ton of games in here because with the driving side of it, you do, I mean, you have the Mario Kart, you have the Sonic Dash, things like that. And we're going to talk a little bit about those as we get below in some of the categories. We do have 19 to get through here. Uh, so that, you know, the action games may not totally be there. Ad additionally, the adventure category, you know, these, and I'm, thank you again, Wikipedia. Remember, every time you go to Wikipedia, you know, Donate if you if you go there and you just pull some information. Donate a quarter. I think it's really important. I tried to donate a big chunk of money that way. I knew I was going to go out a bunch. Um, and by a big chunk of money, I meant like a hundred dollars. So you can donate a dollar, five, whatever. 
Wikipedia, tons of information out there. Okay. But Wikipedia had this on adventure games, and it says these games combine elements of two component of genres, typically featuring long-term obstacles that must be overcome using a tool or an item as leverage, which is collected somewhere earlier in the game, as well as smaller obstacles almost constantly in the way that require elements of action games to overcome. Action-adventure games tend to focus on exploration and usually involve item-gathering, simple puzzle-solving, and combat. Now, those are all great, but again, I'm thinking... Would I play these games with my mom? Eh, probably not. Would I play these games with my dad? Eh. Would I play these games with my kids? Yes. Now, there is one game that I think if you played with a family member or you just kind of sat down and you could show them or they could take a look at it, uh, would be fun. And it's Plants vs. Zombies because it is kind of a puzzle. And you have different uh, plants that you put down and they have to fight the zombies and stop the zombies from getting in. There's it, it varying in uh, difficulty. It gets a little harder over time. And then, of course, and this may be something, who knows, maybe you have a really big Lego fan in your mom or dad or neighbor, but there are always the Lego Star Wars, the Hobbits, the Harry Potters, the build Lego games, and Minecraft that can go into that. <clears throat> now, the next game, our next category, I should say game category, is going to be board games. Now, it's pretty self-explanatory, and a majority of the board games are, that you play on tablets are going to be multiplayer or have a multiplayer function. And this is going to be a turn-by-turn -turn function, no differently than if you're sitting in the same room. It's everybody gets their own turn. What's interesting on the tablets, you're going to get some cool visuals as well as some neat sound effects that go on to them. So, you know, it makes Monopoly a little more exciting to watch the shoe move. Or if you're playing a game of life, when you're, you get, oh, I got two kids, we had twins, they jump in. So there are a lot of those. Um, again, I think Monopoly is fun on that game. Um, but, you know, if you're looking for a little faster game, there are a whole bunch of them. Some of those could be Scrabble, and we'll talk about that. Again. And, and some of these games cross categories, but Scrabble or Word with Words with Friends, which are both kind of the Scrabble type of game. Uh, Words with Friends does have that element of social where you connect to friends and you can talk and you play back and forth and you can call your friend a cheater for using the dictionary to look words up before they send them to you. That's actually kind of a funny thing in there. Um, but Words for Friends is a good game. Monopoly, Life, uh, Catan or Settlers of Catan. If you've never heard of the game Exploding Kittens, it's a game a lot of, you know, I, we play. Um, it's fun to play with uh, kids, but it's also, you know, another board game. Uh, Clue, the old, old standard Clue, Battleship. We talked about Ticket to Ride in our board games. You can play Sudoku, Chess, Checkers, Mahjong. Jigsaw puzzles kind of fall into this category. So board games, a lot of stuff. And that is actually kind of something kind of fun because let's say, you know, I love playing Scrabble. I love playing Words of Friends with my friends. And every so often, maybe a game will take like a couple weeks because we're playing slower or I forget or they forget. And I don't really, really take too much into it. But if you want to play a little quicker, if you're sitting there and you call someone say, hey, let's play a quick game of Words of Friends, you can focus your energy on it. Just like board games, card game category is another big one. And again, pretty self-explanatory. And it, you don't just have to play multiplayer on the card games. You can also play in what they call a solo, not solitaire, even though solitaire is one of them. But you can play against like the computer AI against the, the, the game itself. Uh, again, I just said solitaire, hearts, uno. They have trade Card, trading card games. That's where you have a card, and let's say if it's uh, like in Pokemon, say my Pikachu beats your Hodor. What is another Pokemon? 
Mr. Mime uh, or something like that. <clears throat> and you can also, if you have those, you can compare those cards. So you can say, hey, Grandma did get a Mr. Mime, which may be a very rare card or something like that. Uh, back to Bridge, any card game collections, like if you're playing, um, oh, I'm trying to think, like just the whole collection of Solitaire, et cetera, et cetera. Rummy, and then poker. And I'm going to talk a little bit about poker in the next one, but you can play poker online against others. Um, and I do want to make sure I put a just a caveat in there so everybody knows. Casino category. So instead of heading over to the casino to play you know, some casino games, because maybe people don't want to leave their home, or they don't want to use money, real money, debt cash, uh, you can play some casino games. Now, again, like I said, there's a caveat, a big one here. You can actually buy chips. You can buy tokens in these games. The problem is, as you put that money into the game, you are not going to cash out. You will not get money back. So if you're saying, ooh, I put in $50 and I won $1 million, $1 million chips, you're not getting a $1 million back. You're not getting any money back. That money you put into the game, it's gone. It's gone. It's the game company. It is your entertainment. It could be the time and entertainment amount of time you want to spend on entertainment, but it is no longer there. All right. With that caveat, you know, I want to bring up, you can play lots of slots out there. So any kind of slot machine, if you like a certain type of slot machine, they are all over the place. Lots and lots of slots machines and more slots and more slots. Texas Hold'em, Bingo, Craps, Bunko, Blackjack. And actually the weirdest kind of game that I saw called Where's My Poop? Now this is the old three-card Monty, which is if you've ever seen in the TV show or movie uh, or you've been walking down a street and somebody says, okay, find the whatever it is, the ace or the jack, and you have to, you know, you bet $5 or or more, and then you try to pick it up, and usually that card is up up their arm so they, you know, they don't. You know, they're fast hand, they move it. But all that's, that's in there too. So you have Where's My Poop in there. Now I would be behest if I brought up the Where's My Poop game. Um, oh, and then in that game, it's in different toilets and you have to pick your toilet. So it's really weird. Um, if you do have kids around, they're going to crack up if they ever see that game. But then you also have some adult games. I did the air quotes for adult games. You have some dice kind of adults games as well as strip poker. I do not advocate these. Um, nor do I say they're bad. They're a game that's out there. I'd rather let you know they're out there just in case you leave the game store open because you don't want to come in and, you know, see a family member maybe doing that. A friend, maybe it's okay. I just am thinking, eh, I don't think I want to see my mom and dad doing that. Um, or my sister or brother, even that. All right, now. The next category is probably the most ambiguous category of games, but it has to have because games need an ambiguous category. Some games just don't fit. Casual games. Casual games are designed to be easily picked up and put down. They allow for you to play in like a short burst, five minutes, 10 minutes, and it's meant for a short, relaxing pastime. It's between, you could be, oh, I'm going to go wash dishes and oh, TV isn't on. I'm going to play this casual game or my show isn't on. Um, They are really good with people who have less free time, which is, you know, obviously if you want a game to play five minutes, if you don't have free time, really good. But if you want to play a game that you can play a little more, great. Now, most of these games have auto saving and they'll sync so you don't lose your your space into it. So you can put the game down pretty quickly. Um, Kind of the, the, 
the list of games that are on here is you have a geometry dash, which is kind of fun, shapes. Uh, you have the jewelry maker, which you make jewelry. You can mix and paint, which is kind of a paint game. And then, of course, Candy Crush. Candy Crush is a game where you pick things out. Bejeweled, Fruit Ninja are all kind of in that casual. Now, they also may fit into other game categories. So you may hear those names in a few minutes as well. All right. Back to very familiar names. Dice games. Now, this, again, if you can play dice with it, you can play it on your tablet. So they have Yahtzee and then the more interesting Yachty, which is kind of like Yahtzee. It looks a lot like Yahtzee. It really looks a lot like Yahtzee. Um, you have Farkle, which if you haven't played Farkle ever, it's a really cool game. I actually found it in the past 10 years, and it's a fun dice game to play. Uh, Lock and Roll, which is really neat because it's kind of like, okay, I put you know chips. It could fit in the casino because you put chips into a certain place, and then you roll on them uh, or out there. And then in case, let's say you've lost the dice and you want to play an old-fashioned home board game at home, can't find the dice. There are dice rollers that you can put right on the tablet. So really cool kind of stuff there in the dice. Now, the next one is very close to my heart. I love these kind of games, but educational games. And I know snore educational, Bob. but educational is kind of a broad term. It When it comes to learning mobile apps, there is a ton. I mean, the range of software is huge for software that can fall under education. And it could be you know, top education, it could be learning something again. Um, you know, apps are tailored sometimes for high school students, soon to be college graduates, or in for our case, people who graduated and maybe want to learn something new. Now, there are a few apps here, and I'm going to bring up a couple apps, and some of them may not be games, but I did want to call these out because educational games it may not have as much of a multiplayer. Uh, but there are the great courses, and you can purchase things in them. Memrise, M-E-M-R-I-S-E, language learning, Brainscape, uh, Photomath, which is, you know, if you want to focus on your math skills or sit there and maybe you're having uh, your, you know, my grandmother was a math teacher. I'm sure she would have loved Photomath and she would have made me play it a lot because she wanted me to be a good math student. Then you have edX, so E-D-X, which is really cool because you have courses from MIT and McGill and other places that you can take and you can actually get a certification in some of them, not every single one of them. And there's courses you have to pay for in there. Uh, you have TED Talks, which if you have not seen TED Talks or heard of TED Talks, TED Talks are really cool because let's say there's a certain function or something you're working with or doing, there is a TED Talk about it. And it could be, hey, I struggled with writing a business plan. There are lots of things about business plans or writing a, a movie script out there as well. And then I'd be, to my behest, I would not want to miss this. There are tons of podcasts. And I am sure that probably my mom, my dad, my grandparents probably wouldn't listen to my podcast. I hope they would. I hope it'd be something they'd enjoy. But there are lots of podcasts about a lot of things. I've actually been listening to a, uh, a lot of security podcasts over the years because I've worked in security. And recently I've been listening to podcasts that are about music. One's about musical instruments and they have a different musical instrument. They come in, they play it, they tell you about it. They give you the history. Very kind of cool stuff. All right. So that's educational. 
Let's move on down, and we're about halfway done after this one. The next one are family games. Now, I am very much about folks who are 50-plus playing games, but I also want people who are 50-plus to be able to play games with people who are younger than 50. You know, I want, I love to play games. I shouldn't say I want to. I love to play games with my kids. I really enjoy it. I, when we eventually have grandchildren, will want to play games with them. And let's say you can't see your grandchildren. I have really good friends. Like I said earlier, one of them has an autoimmune disease. Right now with the coronavirus, they cannot see their grandchildren. But they can play games. And they do play some board games with their kids. And it's a lot of fun because they'll be on the phone, talking on the phone, while, and say a speaker, while they're playing on their tablet. So some other kind of things that are fun in that are some cooking games for family. Um, Unicorn Slime was one that I saw, and I was like, oh boy, this is a good one, because my kids, one, love slime. And almost probably as much as I love the band Van Halen, and when I was writing this script, it's like I looked at Unicorn Slime, and the band Van Halen was on. Thank you, KSW in Seattle. Uh, and thank you to BJ McShay, who is a DJ over there. And well, I don't know if he is a DJ, maybe a morning personality, I guess what they call him, but huge board game guy, huge board game guy. And he promotes board games all over the place. All right. <clears throat> Anywho. So, you know, there's, there's unicorn slime, there's pizza makers, joy doodle. And if anyone, and I'm doing the unicorns here because our daughter Lucy loves unicorns, my baby unicorn. You can raise a unicorn. There are also zookeepers, uh, the, the zoo games that you can play as well. Now, family games are that are very much that they cross all game categories and they're you know fit for age groups and they're fun. So let's say if you have a granddaughter and she has a tablet, you can say, "Hey, let's raise unicorns together." I don't know of any grandchild that wouldn't think that was super cool. That they got to raise a grand, a unicorn with a grandparent. So think outside of that box. If you're helping someone they're playing, or if you're looking at games, music games, music category is the next one. And we're over halfway. The music category is pick a genre of music. And there are games and there are really cool games that allow you to make your own music. And there are games that are built into music with puzzles. And there are also games that will let you play or, you know, really push on uh, cymbals in it. And I'm not saying cymbals like with drums, but yeah, I have this one game I play um, and I'll call magic tiles and you can just touch the tiles and they play music. And I just start out, excuse me, a little music. Let me get a quick drink here. All right. Uh, But you can, you know, create your own music as well. Not only, and there's pianos that you can create. Now piano is not going to be the full scale of the piano, but, you could actually sit there with a little keyboard. Now, you, again, like I said, you have Magic Tiles, which is really fun. The Piano Game, Color Hop, which is really cool because you move a ball through and it makes tons of music. They also have, if you've never wanted to play the drums, or maybe you did want to play the drums, they have the Drum Pad Machine. And I would be asked again to forget this game because I saw it, My Singing Monsters. I thought that was really neat because you can actually give phrases to these monsters and they sing in funny voices and stuff like that. Entertainment and any value. I'm not a singing monster fan, but who knows? Somebody could be. All right. Another category that you probably thought we were going to go through are puzzle games. And we're not just talking about only jigsaw puzzles. But think of 
anything where you're solving a puzzle, right? And it could be how to get to A to B to C, or you have what the turns are to get through a maze and you have to, you know, figure them out and put the left, right in and program it in potentially. But there are tons and tons of puzzle games. And I've included one we talked about ahead. But you have pull the pen, which is trying to figure out where you're going. Jigsaw puzzles, obviously. Color by number. And when I say color by number, yes, it's in this category because it is, you know, I have to find all the numbers. I had it before as well. I talked about it. Great. I color by number. I love it. Coloring's become huge now. Color fill three, which is another one. Collect the cubes. And then brain test tricky puzzles. And these could be, say, uh, the old riddles, you know, like uh, why are manhole covers round? I'll let you all figure that one out. So that was actually on a test I took once in an interview. Crazy. All right. So from puzzle, we're going to go to a little faster pace to racing games. Now, if you can race it, it gets a game. Car, plane, boat, bike, running, flying. Did I, wait, did I say plane, P-L-A-N-E? Or P- no, yes, I meant plane, P-L-A-N-E, not P-L-A-I-N. <laughs> but if you can race it, you can race it with others. And there is Mario Kart Tour, which is you race with the whole Nintendo kind of set of people, Aqua Park, Flight Simulators, Hot Wheels, even Dog Sled Saga. You can race dog sleds. A lot of these are multiplayer games so that you can play against others. And you may be able to play against, like we talked before, maybe a random person where you only see their first initial or you see like their, their code name. And if you don't have a code name, everybody had a nickname growing up, or maybe you're from a certain part of the country. You can create a code name easy. Maybe we should do a podcast on code names. That'd be fun. Um, but really in racing, you just, if you can race it, if it has wheels, if it has legs, if it can fly, you have train races, I'm sure are out there as well. Okay. I'm going to go into another one of those categories that runs into a little bit of ambiguity because this one, um, you know, is, is going to require a lot more information, but you have role-playing games and role-playing games are where you play a character and you'll get involved in quests. You may have to fight bad guys. You may have to solve puzzles, but you're going to be spending a lot of time invested in these. You're going, you know, and there's another category we'll talk about in a minute that you're going to do that. Uh, These aren't bad games, but for someone who maybe wants to have some interaction with others, or if you don't want interaction with others, the complete opposite role-playing game may be uh, the place you want to go. A cute, really cute game and it's super popular is stardew valley there's another game called ebony which has it's kind of medieval type play type game um that that is multiplayer but you're a little bit more hey i'm gonna attack that guy um like all the other games that you may play online there are going to be potentially in-app purchases where it says hey you can buy coins or something or other um just be careful watch that as as well um because that money doesn't ever come back. Like I said, if the, if the entertainment's there, great. All right. Simulation game, simulation category, like racing. If you can simulate it, you can play it. Farm, flight, truck, cat, train, dog, businesses, food, roller coasters, everything. S- simulation of cities. Uh, you know, some of these you, again, may not be able to play multiplayer, but they do you know, they do have the ability to play multiplayer and who knows, maybe you have a game like, and this is a Facebook or was a Facebook game, but there's a Farmville where you go and you tend to other people's crops because you're your friends or you, 
you know, connect others or somebody said, you know, you find other farmers that you help and things to that effect. Um, or maybe you take a picture of uh, your farm and send it, you know, to your friends, uh, not just Farmville, but to say like you have farm simulator, or maybe you just uh, did uh, the train simulator and you want to show, Hey, check out my amazing train engine. And I apologize. I don't know any of the really awesome, cool, older vintage train engines or the ones that are still out there today. All right. Sports games. Who doesn't love sports games? Now, I will tell you right now, uh, sports games are kind of on my mind because, you know, it is Friday the 13th. So 3.13. Ooh, sorry. Had to do that again. And we've canceled a lot of sporting events. And this is college basketball season. And I love college basketball. And I love watching college basketball. So it's kind of a bummer to me. So, you know, I may be actually loading up a uh, basketball game on my tablet and playing some basketball on there. So, again, every sport is out there. Now, one thing with these types of games, and you know, it's a very differentiation because it's not just passing, shooting, scoring, throwing, whatever, hitting, you can also act as a manager of the team. So when sports do come back in play, there is a thing called fantasy leagues where some of them are for money, others are just for fun, where you get to pick players and as they perform, or and there's fantasy golf, fantasy NASCAR, fantasy baseball, football, basketball, you name it, there's fantasy, uh, where you're able to go and pick those players and see who does the best. So you can act like a manager. So maybe you wanted to be a big league manager when you were growing up and that wasn't in the uh, cards because Branch Rickey would never leave his job over the Dodgers. Uh, so if everybody, anybody knows that Branch Rickey reference, good for you. Uh, but really, if you you wanted to play something like you can. Now, again, like I said, name a sport, basketball, baseball, soccer, football, both of the same names wherever you are, U.S. football, robot fighting. That's actually a real thing. And it is a real thing like robot wars, et cetera. But you can robot fight, duck shoot, duck or deer shooting, Olympic sports, summer and winter, you name it, even parachuting you can play. And most of these sports games are multiplayer. So maybe you can play a multiplayer parachuting game where you have to kind of hit the target perfectly. Kind of a fun game to see you can hit the target just right. All right, the next category, again, going into that, maybe, maybe not, multiplayer, are strategy games. And these are games that focus on gameplay requiring careful and skillful thinking and planning in order to achieve victory. Um, some of them may be world domination. Some of them may be like, a, you know, you're going against somebody else. Uh, most players are given this, and I'm doing air quotes, godlike view of the game world, so you can oversee the game. You're not just playing as one player. Um, you could be like a Civil War reenactment. You could be the Peloponnesian War. You could be in World War II strategy. You could also be strategy considering, and, and I'm don't take strategy to board games because board games has its own. But there's really a lot of games here that require a lot of planning, and you never know. You may have a friend uh, or family member that is a World War One buff. They may want to become a tank commander or command a, a group of tanks. So that would be good on a strategy. Now, the next couple are going to be the fun ones. We're kind of in and on the three fun ones, but trivia games. Who doesn't love trivia? So anything with trivia and not potpourri or not just potpourri. Thank you, Alex. You can pick categories for trivia for countries, TV shows, movies, decades, authors, you name it. Some of the big trivia games are Trivia Crack, Quiz Up, Leopard World Tour, 
Family Feud. And, of course, and it could be under board games too, Trivial Pursuit. Lots of multiplayer across the trivia games. Next category is word games. Word games can be anything that uses words. Yeah, I know. That sounds, ha ha ha, you're hilarious. It can be, though. Really, anything but some of them are of my favorites are crossword puzzles. Lots of crossword puzzles. Probably not multiplayer, but just there are a ton more. Again, there are also games where you play against one another as you kind of include that creativity and that ability to have fun and have a challenge and maybe learn things. There's a game called Text Twist, which gives you a group of letters and you have to figure out all the words that can make them. It's kind of like Boggle. And there is Boggle. Uh, you have Scrabble, and we already talked about it before. World Words with Friends. Sorry, not Worlds of Friends. Words of Friends. Uh, work Crush, Work Serenity are also in there. All right. Last category, arcade games. Now, these arcade games are something that could have existed in the 70s. Cabinets, like the cabinet games, Pac-Man, stuff like that. Galaga, pinball games. Those games exist on tablets. You can pay, play Pinball Deluxe. There are tons of pinball games. Pick a what genre, if you like uh, the, the Marvel, Captain America, stuff like that. There's a pinball game for it. Pac-Man, I said. Galaga. Wait a second, are we having deja vu? Didn't I just say this? Okay, I did. Okay, woo. Uh, the Brick Breaker games, which were the earlier arcade games. Uh, other retro type games, Atari games. And then some new games that kind of fit into this arcade, like Angry Birds. Now, there's actually movies on Angry Birds. Uh, Sonic, we did talk about Sonic uh, last week. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, the Mario Brothers. There are a ton of games out there. Uh, both Google and Amazon have those games separated out. iTunes are all in. Now, no matter what you like, you can go back in, play a board, a card, a dice, an arcade game with a friend or family. Please go do this, and we'll talk to you soon.